Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Notorious Nerdy D Casual Wrestling Show, the single greatest wrestling casual pod. I, I mess that up every time. It's the single best wrestling casual podcast. The single greatest casual wrestling podcast on the internet. I am your host Nerdy D, and joining me on the ones and twos, working the mics and cameras, is my better half, Level Up Lauren. What's up, y'all? Each and every week, we journey through the world of professional wrestling, all while learning from you guys, the audience, through your comments on social media. Make sure to like and subscribe to the show on YouTube at Notorious Nerdy D Wrestling Show. I was made aware we do have two YouTubes right now. Okay. And one will be taken down this week. All that right. is the one that hosts the shorts, but we've kind of gone on the... Uh, the mentality of the shorts go on TikTok and the long format go on YouTube. Yeah. And not to mix up the two. Yeah. It's weird, but I, I like it better that way. It's cleaner that way. So we'll be getting rid of one of the YouTubes uh, this week. So if you're, I mean, if you're hearing this, you're probably subscribed to the right YouTube. Yeah. Uh, or subscribe on your favorite podcasting network. We are on Spotify, Google Podcast, and on Apple Podcasts. Make sure to leave a review or comment to try to get us into the algorithm. This week, we crown our Mount Rushmore of all-time professional wrestling theme songs. But first, turn that music back up. All right. There is a coronation at hand. That's a little loud. Right. About right there feels good. There's okay. a coronation at hand. This past week was the Royal Rumble, and yours truly has won the uh What the fuck is going on here, bro? What just happened? That seems real dangerous. <laughs> what what the heck? <laughs> It was time. It was time for that to happen. It was. Time. It was time. I, it's know, the last one standing. It felt very dangerous. We'll, we'll, we'll allow those to stay, standing. but I think those are coming down, especially because Liquid Death won't answer us. Yeah, come on, Liquid we've made Death. Numerous, we've reached out numerous times. The, this is clearly a hazard. It's not okay. You see what happened. I'm, I'm done with that. That's coming down. No All more. Right. We're representing our brand. We're representing the... Okay, but back to what we're talking about, right? There's a, there's a coronation at hand. The, the Notorious Nerdy D pay-per-view title has returned home to its rightful owner. Yeah. I, I pretty much, I pretty much was perfect. Yeah. I almost went like 14 for 14 on points in this pay-per-view. I, I mean, called, I thought I had I called both one. Rumble winners. Ooh. I called both Rumble winners. I called the winner, uh, Becky Lynch, that was easy. I called... Edge and Beth Phoenix. I call Bobby Lashley. The only thing that got me was that bullshit finish. Seth, my boy. The disqualification. But the, the title, the title is home where it belongs. This is where it, be it belongs on my shoulder. For because now. you disrespected it. No, no, no. See, this is going to be what you're about to witness is, is going to be a Roman Reigns level 
title run with this bad boy right here. Yeah, we'll see about that. <laughs> Elimination Chamber is mine. WrestleMania is mine. SummerSlam is mine. This is the year of Nerdy D. I'm going to run this thing through through at least pff, January of next year. <laughs> I'm going to full 365. I'm going to do it. I'm going to beat you out some I'm point. going to full 365 with this thing. Right? I will ask our fans for help if I need to. You're going to need to. But but you know what? That's not going to help you much either because I got right here. Look, we we got we got invited into a contest by our guy, Corey. Yeah. Someone who listens to the show regularly. He's, he's participated. Cool guy. Real Did we cool win? guy. Brought me into the show. I went in there and just whooped on everybody. I went in there and just laid my rumble picks out. And this wasn't like our level of contest. This was an extensive contest. Oh, yeah. My man Corey puts work into his contest. Yeah. This was legit. And shout out to everybody that was in that contest. That was a lot of fun and caused me way more stress than it fucking should have. <laughs> like, you know, that night I was up till like four in the morning, like connecting red strings on the wall and like, how would it work if... If Bobby wins or if this person comes back. So shout out to Corey and, and his people for that contest. That was a lot of fun. But I did go in and dominate. Just just FYI. Probably okay. took it way more serious than everybody else and that I should have. But I did go in there and dominate that thing. All right. Both Once again, both Rumble winners. So, so I am basically the champ champ. Champ champ. I'm champ champ currently. All right. Currently the reigning, reigning I, I, I hold the, uh, the title in that division. As well as holding the title on our podcast, right? Yeah, it's, it's the beginning. Get used to it. This is the beginning of a long, long, prosperous title run, right? As you can see up here, right? We, we had a winner of our contest. We did. We had a winner of our own contest. It is Lee, L-E-I-G-H. Didn't know that. I thought that was Leah. I, I've been schooled this week on, on, on names and did some research and did find out that is Lee, but Lee is a mystery person right now. We've tried to reach out to Lee and Lee has not reached back out to us. So Lee, as for right now, this. Lee is the mystery person right here. You've got it. The mystery person. We're recognizing you Lee, but as of right now, you're like the, the anonymous GM. Mm -hmm. We don't know who you are. We don't know what avatar you want. We don't know what you want to be referred to. I'm not going to use your last name. As for now, our current champion will just be known as Lee. The people's it's champion. That's <laughs> the people's champion is Lee. I like it. Um, what else I got here? Oh, okay. I want to start a new segment. Do people still tweet? I feel like people still tweet, right? Twitter's yeah. still a thing. Yeah. And I always get like, I get anxious. I want to tweet. I want to be like, well, okay. I want to, I want to get on the Twitter. All right. You get on and the I've, Twitter. Like, you I've, tweet it. I've stuck my toe in Twitter numerous times, but it's a lonely place. Like nobody listens to me. Yeah. No, nobody answers me. You already like have to have a following on your Twitter in order to, like, but, but I said, fuck it. And I'm going to do something. I want a new segment on the podcast called uh -huh. the things I tweet that nobody hear. All right. So I'm going to tweet and then I'm going to come make y'all listen to me talk about my tweets that like nobody it. hears. I like so it. that will be a new, uh, a new podcast segment going forward all right okay. so last week we're going in the polls now yeah last week okay. we decided to switch over for the next foreseeable the foreseeable future next couple of weeks uh we're gonna do the d-bag hall of fame we need to add and build on that uh we need to add to that the roster was the word i was looking for yeah. we need we need some inductees and maybe we'll do this seasonally right okay. let's add four or five new names all right. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is voted on by you, the people, not by me. Although I do think that this is the way I would have voted. The first official fan inductee into 
I now. Well, yeah, go ahead and give me <laughs> Bring up the graphic. Ding. Hulk Hogan. God, I, I kind of agree. And I get I've seen people who, who are big fans of Hulk Hogan. I'm not saying Hulk maybe he's changed. I don't know. I don't know enough about Hulk Hogan at this point in time. I do know that he called the Superdome the Silver Dome when we were at WrestleMania. Yeah. And I do know he's done some pretty douchey things in his life. So at this point in time, I'd officially like to extend the invitation to Hulk Hogan to come on and accept his his uh, Hall of Fame Notorious Nerdy D douchebag ring. Yes, sir. So if, if he'd like to show up and accept that ring, at any point in time, we can accommodate however needed be, right? Okay. Uh, this week's D-bag poll, this week's D-bag uh, competition, contest. Okay. We're going, I had a couple people hit me up and go, Bray Wyatt, brother. Really? Bray Wyatt left his family and started a new life with JoJo. Or Joe, Joey, JoJo, uh, the ring announcer. JoJo, the right? curly hair? Mm-hmm. Oh. So I apparently really apparently there is some douchebaggery in the past of Bray Wyatt. Could be a perfectly good guy now. I don't know. But yeah. that's not how this, that's not how this, this, this roster works. It's just all you had to have was a D-bag moment. Yeah. So we've got Bray Wyatt going up against... Corey Graves. What did Corey Graves do? Didn't he leave his wife for Carmella? Oh. Or his fiance or something of that sort? I have no idea. These are just, as of now, these are being submitted to me through, through different avenues. So I am too. I'm going to have to do some research so that I can cast my vote appropriately as well in this thing because I, you know. Both douchebaggery. Someone, someone's getting in. Who's the bigger D-bag? Someone's getting into the inaugural season. Of the D-Bag Hall of Fame. I'll make sure I put that one up. All right. Let's get into overreactions. I, so Royal Rumble. This was the Royal Rumble week. This is like the all-star game of pro wrestling, right? This is the the weekend everybody gets super excited for and then usually is disappointed at the end. I don't, the overwhelming consensus that I read online is people hated it. Really? I didn't get that vibe from it. And maybe it's because... I've disconnected myself from the opinions. Like I almost consume zero wrestling uh, podcast, TikTok information. Cause I don't want my opinions to be swayed. I'll listen to like uh, some of our people who listen to us. I will listen to their stuff, but I feel like most of the time they either share very closely the same sentiment as me, or they're so different that it doesn't affect what I think. But I'm not taking anything from like major. Someone was like, someone was surprised that I had never listened to the busted open radio show or podcast. I hadn't. But that's not like I enjoy talking about wrestling. I don't really enjoy consuming other people's uh, opinions on it, except people like talking back to the things I said. If that sounds like a dickhead, I don't know. Maybe it does. I, I like, like to listen to wrestling podcasts that give me like history on wrestling. I get that. I, I learned about to, the people. I listen to Pat McAfee. I listen to a couple video game podcasts. I think that like the, what I do is not what I want to consume, if that makes sense. For sure. So I do listen to a ton of podcasts, just not a lot of wrestling. Um, but I did see like just overwhelming, just in scrolling through TikTok, an overwhelming dislike. And I don't know if that's just being trendy. Is that people like taking the hipster approach and because one or two big people go, I don't like this. Everybody jumps on board. That's not the vibes I got. I didn't hate it. And I didn't love it. Or I did like it. I didn't love it. I don't think it was the best Royal Rumble ever. And I don't think it was the worst Royal Rumble. I think it was one of those Rumbles 
that'll kind of go just forgotten in the future. I don't think we'll look back and go how terrible it was. Uh, it set up a, a solid WrestleMania for me. If, if it's going the way I think it's going, I think it set up a pretty solid WrestleMania for someone like me who is a lapsed viewer. I don't have the same history with like watching Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar a million times like everybody's complaining about. So for me, I'm okay with this. But the other thing I'm okay with is like, why in every other sport are we okay with dynasties? We're okay with the Lakers going to the championship four or five years in a row, right? Mm -hmm. We're okay with Tom Brady going to the the championship four or five years in a row. We're okay with, with Patrick Mahomes getting to the NFC championship four or five years in a row. But in pro wrestling, we don't like that. We yeah. don't like when the top two guys stay the same from year to year. It, it, for some reason, irritates us, and we feel like we deserve some kind of fresh take. Even though we're getting a fresh story, and it's a different version of that match, we as wrestling fans always feel like we need, it's got to be new, right? It's got to be somewhat different. Give someone else a chance. I Look, agree. If the two top guys right now are Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, you can't, we can't be mad about it and you can mix them up in any other order, but that's the right now. That's the match that sells tickets. That's what it is. You, you, you can't look any farther than that. That's the Yankees. That's, that's the Lakers, you know, Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. That's what they are. This is this. Yeah. It's a lot of rinse and repeat, but you know what? As long as we keep watching and, and fuck it, I'm okay with it. Let's let these two monsters go in there and battle it out again. We got some swerves. We got some, we got some things that happen. And, and as far as looking at that pay-per-view as a full cohesive event, it was one that I enjoyed because it kind of had a through line. Mm-hmm. Most pay-per-views don't have a through line anymore, right? Roman was kind of consequential in different moments of that pay-per-view, and I enjoyed that. So we started off with Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins, right? Yes. And the the fucking coming out to the shield entrance. I love that. Loved it, right? It's it's troll Seth Rollins. It was pure. And you saw, this is storytelling, you started to see the cracks in Roman Reigns, right? Mm-hmm. You saw, like, Roman wasn't the sure-footed Roman. Seth has a way to get under Roman's skin. That's good storytelling to me. So then we, we get a solid match. That was a really good match. I enjoyed that match from start to finish. Didn't like the finish at first. When it okay. first happened and we get a disqualification finish, I was like, Ugh, that feels like a really cheap way to end that match. Now, not knowing that there was a through line, right? That yes. this was going to be an event that, that set forth like a ripple throughout the rest of the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So I thought I... I enjoyed the match. Didn't love the finish at the time. Ended up after the pay-per-view going, oh, that was the perfect way to get to the end of this, this event. Yeah. I, I liked it, right? Um, we got the Women's Royal Rumble. I have a few comments on the Women's Royal Rumble. I enjoyed it. But I've the, the women's roster is light. That yes. is a problem. And yeah. it was glaringly so at the Royal Rumble. And the lack of Alexa Bliss... And Asuka and Bailey made it even more apparent that the WWE is going to have to shore up that roster somehow. They've yeah. got to do something. I don't know what they do, but they've got to shore up their roster. Only problem is they don't fucking give them any time on TV anyway. So do they really need to do something? I feel like they do. Because to me, that's some of the most interesting wrestling there is, is the women's division. 
it, you don't have this huge separation between the the superstars and the mid card. It's a little more jumbled up in it. It feels like anybody could beat anybody at any time, right? But what we got was Becky or Bianca looked good, looked solid. Once again, the Iron Man, the 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 longest person in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. I think that's exactly how you should have booked her. I know that there was an expectation. A lot of people believed you believed, and I believed up until up until I really sat down to do my like analysis of the event. I believe she was going to win the rumble again, but it didn't make sense. Once I kind of dug deeper into like the through lines and what was going on. And once we kind of got the hints of Ronda Rousey, I thought, no, there's no way Ronda doesn't win. Yeah. But Bianca was booked to look strong and that's all she needed coming out of that match was to look strong. And I think she's being set up on a path to, uh, to hopefully triumph over Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. That's what it looks like. It's that's what it looks like where we're going with that, with that story. Right. Yes. Uh, we got to see Charlotte Flair and Ronda Rousey kind of square off, which I think is the foretelling. I know a lot of people have, uh, I've noticed a lot of people saying that, that Becky Lynch and uh, Ronda Rousey is the money match. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I think Charlotte's more believable. I think in that situation, I think I read rumors and we're going to get to that about uh, Becky and, Ronda in a future match. Okay. But as of right now, I, I have no problem, especially with the seeds have already been set for Becky and Bianca. So I think it's best to see that through. Charlotte's going to need somebody to work with at, at mania. Now the, the issue is, and, and I'll talk about this in a little bit. I don't Ronda does. Ronda's not a great face. The crowd cheers for her. But Ronda wants to be a bad guy. You can see it in her eyes. Yeah. She wants to be the bad guy. So how do you how do you flip Charlotte back or do we do a, a heel heel thing? I know people get pissed when I say this, but this is wrestling logic. Even though it doesn't always apply, it it, it applies within most people's mind. They they want a good guy and they want a bad guy. True. So how do you make that work, right? I don't know. We'll see what happens. You mentioned this to me. What? And somebody else in the comments mentioned mentioned this to me. Women's Rumble got a little geriatric for a little bit, huh? Yes, I told you that. There's a little old school feel to it. There's a lot of there's a lot of old names that that brought that came back that I even was like, I'm gonna have to Google why I know this name and who this is. And uh I mean they had to go way, way back. Yeah, and, to and get people even to come like out. the the ivory person, girl, woman, uh felt like she was somebody's grandma. I really felt like there was a, a opportunity to break a hip or I something think she in that was moment. Like 60 something. And she looked all of 60 something. <laughs> she did not move well and I I was very worried about her hips at one point <laughs> when she was knocked out of the ring. Now she took that bump like a champ. Hell yeah. She fell off that 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 apron like a champ. So Get shout out to Ivory, but man, we couldn't find some younger people for this Royal Rumble. We couldn't find the Caitlins of the world. We couldn't find uh, who I had some other people on my list that just didn't show up. And I guess Paige isn't a thing, right? Like we all fucking crossed our fingers and hoped and thought. I really thought we were going to get it and and we didn't get that. Um, And then we got Mickey James. We got the the forbidden door was opened, right? (laughs) All all fucking build up. We talked about this big forbidden door and how many people were going to come through it. <laughs> there goes the rest of that. Um and Becky or uh, Mickey was the only one that really came through the door. Now they let her use her hardcore country theme song. 
Yeah. Which was cool. They let her bring out the impact belt. And I honestly felt like there was a chance they were just going to squash her. But they let her hold her own. And, and I, I think she eliminated somebody. Not sure. I think so. But she definitely was booked to look good in the Royal Rumble. So shout out to Impact Wrestling. I think that... Now, I do believe that was only done out of the necessity that WWE just doesn't have enough women. Mm-hmm. But that's cool to see some a little bit of a symbiotic relationship there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, hopefully we can see more of that. I, I mean, they may have to eventually with all the people they get or rid of. Or they could of. just bring Oscar back. Oscar, Alexa Bliss, all those people. Yeah. All right. <sighs> we got Becky versus Dewdrop. <laughs> Unfortunately, man, at that point, it, the Royal Rumble is rough, right? Because those rumble matches are all we really fucking care about in yeah. that point in time. So the life was sucked out of the building. I feel bad for Dewdrop and Becky Lynch in that moment because I think that's basically you're just cooling off after the rumble. So it felt like there was lifeless, almost yeah, yeah lifeless. And not, that's not against either of them. Even though like I'm going to say this, I still don't understand what people like about Dewdrop. I'm going to agree with you. I Like she hasn't shown me anything and she didn't show me anything in that match. That was just beyond her being uh, a bigger girl who moves well. And, and we're supposed to believe she inflicts a lot of damage, but I didn't, I don't see like a charisma or a personality. I don't felt like that match like moved the meat, moved the needle on her at all. I agree. So, I mean, I, once again, not a bad match. I didn't look at it and you know, I wasn't bored, but I think at, coming out of the women's rumble, that's a tough spot to be in kind of in the middle of the card after the rumble. And, and okay. So then we go to Lashley Lesnar and uh, I, in this match, I forgot we had a, a Paul Heyman swerve. Oh, hell in. yeah. They WWE did a good job and maybe it was just me. Maybe it's just the big dummy here, but I completely forgot that that was in play. He did it. So like, Slick. I don't know that it was, I mean, slick. I don't know if it was slick. It was just, they got the focus off of Paul Heyman long enough that I wasn't thinking he was going to be the one to, to turn on Brock at that point in time. So this is where that through line comes in, right? Roman Reigns, after kind of cracking in the first match, comes out. He's pissed off. He's going to take that anger out on uh, on Brock Lesnar. Paulie hands him the, uh, the title. Clocks him with a title. Bobby Lashley's your new WWE champion. What the fuck are we doing with Bobby now? I mean, what, so where where's the story going with Bobby? Because the rumor is that Seth, I thought Seth Rollins was in line for this title run. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, okay, well, that means we're going to get Seth Bobby at WrestleMania. Okay. Now the rumor is that Shane McMahon was trying to get a match with Seth Rollins. Okay. We'll get more into that in just a little bit. But I don't know where we're going with this Bobby Lashley stuff now. That. There's a list of suitors that seem like you got Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. Uh, shit, who else do you have that, that possibly could contend there? Those seem like the two most likely candidates. Big E. Big E still isn't probably in contention. Oh, no, no, no. Big E is SmackDown now. Mm-hmm. They officially moved Big E to SmackDown, huh? Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm, I'll be interested to see what they do with, with uh, Bobby. Okay. Oh, Bobby boy. Uh, I finally understand why people like Bobby Lashley. Okay. I do. I, I saw it uh, after seeing him on Pat McAfee leading into the rumble. I, I liked his personality. I liked him. Sometimes you, and you taught me this. Sometimes it takes hearing them talk outside of wrestling to kind of understand 
who they are and what they're about. 100%. Bobby Lashley was a little boring to me, but when he kind of talked about his character and how he's fleshed it out and, and you know, just what he's striving to be, I was like, all right, I could get behind Bobby. Still think he's a little boring, but, you know, yeah, he's got I, I believe he can do better. Yeah. He could be better. He is the WWE champion right now. He is. But yeah. honestly, I, I really could care fucking less about that title. And that's kind of sad to say. I don't, I don't like the idea of having two titles that look exactly alike and then knowing that one of those is the legit title, the universal, and the other is kind of like a, a secondary title to that. And I know people hate when I label the titles major, minor, secondary, but that's let's be realistic. That title is secondary to the universal. All right. Ms. Maurice versus Edge and Beth. Uh, that's ex- it was exactly what I expected. It was a time filler match. Kind of you you can use it to pace out the event. Uh, you're going to get a good match when you got three amazing wrestlers in the ring. You know, Miz, solid. Edge, solid. Beth Phoenix, solid. And Maurice held her own. True. She didn't. She did better. She held her own, especially for someone who hasn't wrestled very much. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a long time, she, she she did impress me with some of her moves. I was like, "Oh, damn, girl!" And, and I didn't just, see that coming. Just didn't hold the match back. I think that was her only job was don't fucking botch this whole thing. Yeah, and it ended up being what I expected. New Beth wasn't coming back to lose, so whatever was good. Did we did talk about this last week, me and you? And then I noticed it even more at the Rumble. But the women's outfits are getting like more and more provocative again. I mean, Have you noticed they that? basically look like strippers. Let's not kid ourselves. I, pff, dude, I'm, not, them, I'm not going that far. I'm That's you. Say it. That's your opinion. They, some of the outfits look like strippers outfits. Even the, oh, what is it? Um, Nikki Ash. Nikki Ash is basically wearing a thong with gold leggings underneath. I see. I've never looked. At, I have. I saw I've it last week. This, this last time that I saw her wrestle. But I did notice like Maurice's outfit was pretty provocative. Uh, uh, who's the new girl with the brown Smackdown, hair? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Aaliyah's outfit. Provocative. Yeah. Uh, on SmackDown, it was even more noticeable. Like Sasha Banks had on something. And nothing wrong with that. No, I, don't I agree. Any, I don't think there's any issue with that. I just think like, I, and I had read somewhere at one time, Vince was trying to shoot for like a younger male audience. I just feel like that was very off brand for WWE. Like, I get that they want them to show stuff and I have nothing against it, but it was just very different. At this point, what is WWE brand? I don't know anymore. I don't know I, what it is. I don't know if they're going after kids. I don't know if we're trying to age up again. <laughs> well, because they, they cuss at some point. It's all it's over like, the place. we're good. I mean, I don't know either. I do feel like it's just kind of who's producing the show at what moment. And and certain guys like Brock Lesnar can get around. titties, a little bit. But, you know. <laughs> Brock Lesnar gets away with saying chicken shit. But I feel like if someone else says it, it would be an issue. Well, he's referring to animals, you know, so it's okay. Okay. Uh, then we got the Men's Royal Rumble. And this is the one that everybody seemed to be most upset about. All right. I get it. It wasn't a roller coaster. It was. It was. It wasn't the best rumble ever. But it, it also wasn't the worst rumble ever. And the people who were upset that there weren't enough like surprise entrance and enough surprises is that is that a negative or is that is that kind of a positive in the fact that there's enough male superstars on the roster to fill out a Royal Rumble at this point? True. Right. You've got you've got twenty eight thirty guys who can. Who can fill out a rumble now? Were they the most exciting guys in the world? Definitely not. Uh, supposedly, this was a Shane McMahon production, okay. and and I can see that that he kind of booked himself into that thing. It was kind of out of the blue. 
all of a sudden Shane McMahon's back for WrestleMania time. I don't love that. I don't think people loved it. And we'll get that to, uh, to that a little bit. Drew McIntyre was a big surprise to me. I didn't know he was ready to go again. Oh, so, true. I thought he was still hurt. Shout out to Drew. It's always good to see him back. I, I like he, WWE is better when Drew McIntyre is there. He's one of those guys that's just like a fucking specimen of a human being. And so true. he he's just whatever he's involved in is always a little bit more exciting. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe man, that's all SmackDown. SmackDown's got a lot of fucking potential. It's got a lot of guys that are kind of locked into nothing right now. What does Drew do at WrestleMania? look really really good <laughs> <laughs> i mean really what does he do because you i mean we're locked down on on brock and roman i guess i don't know there, there's, we'll there's also rumors that you know now that brock's in the elimination chamber with bobby that if he wins that we're gonna unify these titles i was not i was against that at first but as like i said i think that belt's kind of boring let's fucking go to one title Let's go make that one it. title really matter, and let's allow anybody to fight for that belt. Let's go back mm-hmm. to one roster, man. I'm I'm itching for that. All right. Uh, like I said, I picked Brock Lesnar to win the Rumble, but Randy Orton coming in at 25, and he kind of came in with a little bit of intensity. I that scared me. I thought there was a big, big chance that Randy was going to surprise the world and win. Because I had said last week, I said you can't ever count out Randy. You can never count out Randy Orton, right? So then I had a thought, right? Because we didn't get a lot of surprises. We didn't get a lot of young talent. There was zero NXT entrance, right? Mm -hmm. What if we just scrapped the entire idea of these in-between matches? Okay? Okay. And we made the Royal Rumble a three-hour event, and we had three Rumble matches. What if we had the men's rumble, which was for the opportunity to pick your opponent at WrestleMania. We had the women's, which was the same thing. But then what if we had like the NBA has a rookie game? Okay. What if we had like a, like a young version of the rumble where younger talent and a lot of surprises and that's where you could fit in your bad bunnies and people like that. Cause I don't understand bad bunny being booked to look, you know, halfway strong against when you're down to the last 10, those are major guys. Yeah. And so if he's in there, you know, holding his own, it says it kind of takes away from the magic, right? But if you had that kind of third, like, all-star, young, rookie Royal Rumble, and you got your NXT guys in there, and and make that for the NXT title, or, or, or for an opportunity to challenge for the NXT title, I don't understand why at WrestleMania there is not a NXT title match. It just seems like you would shed like a lot of light. You'd put a lot of eyeballs on that product if you had that match during WrestleMania. So I'm in favor. Scrap all the storytelling. Even though it was decent, the Roman Reigns, it did make it a little predictable with Brock winning. We kind of knew at that point he was coming back. But let's just have a third Royal Rumble that... That uh, that is a supplement, like a not supplemental, but like a rookie and surprise entrance. That's where you put Johnny Knoxville, like an encore. No, I think it should be first. Oh, okay. I think you do that first, and then you can get that young person. Because let's face it, right? As long as the winner of the Royal Rumble goes on to main event WrestleMania, it's never going to be like a young surprise. Yeah, because they're just they're not going to take that much of a risk at at, at WrestleMania. 
you know, like right now, you know, like the top six guys who are worthy of main eventing WrestleMania. So oh, yeah, you knew sure. who had to win that match, right? It had to be Brock, had to be Roman. We had a long shot on Big E, long shot on Drew McIntyre, uh, Randy Orton. But you're not, nobody's thinking Austin Theory's winning that match. Yeah. But Austin Theory or somebody could win that first rumble, that 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 rookie rumble, we could call it. Mm-hmm. And and it would be believable. And then he gets to go on and, and challenge for the NXT title. Or maybe it's for to challenge for the Intercontinental or United States Championship. No, right? Sure. Maybe you yeah. get to choose between that set of belts. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So then let's go into Monday Night Raw, right? Okay. Kevin Owens lost to Austin Theory in a Rumble, uh, what would you call, qualifying match, right? Okay. Are we just done with Kevin? Are we? I mean, do you remember a fucking, about a month or two ago, Kevin Owens, we thought he was going to be WWE champion. Yeah. Like, I thought there was legitimate stories and paths that led him to being champion at day one. I thought there was legitimate stories and paths that led him to winning at... Uh, or at least heading into WrestleMania against Seth Rollins. But I guess we're just done. Kevin's a joke at this point. He's now losing to Austin Theory and, and not... Hopefully this is still building towards something with him and Seth Rollins, but I guess Seth versus Kevin at Mania is still on the table. But what at this point, if you beat Kevin down to the point where he's not a worthy opponent, does it even matter to put him in that match? We also uh, found out who all the Elimination Chamber uh, participants are going to be. So we're getting Bobby Lashley, current WWE champion. We're getting Austin Theory, who beat Kevin Owens. Seth Rollins got an automatic bid based on getting choked out at the Royal Rumble. AJ Styles beat Rey Mysterio. Riddle beat Otis in a weird qualifying match after the scooter competition, which... I like comedy things, but this is like a little over the top. It makes no sense, but I love it. I will say though, I will say, I think the person benefiting the most from this whole thing. Wait, who do you think? Chad Gable. I was literally going to say the same thing. I fucking like that guy. I had no idea. Like, okay. So I remember. He's got a personality. Exactly. Where the fuck they've been hiding him all the time. This whole time. He reminds me of a guy from night at the Roxbury. This will age me. He's a guy who plays like a wrestler. You know who I'm talking about? Like the boyfriend or whatever that's like, yeah, he's like yes. the trainer. That's who yes. he reminds me of. He's got little catchphrases and shit he's throwing in. Well, where they, well, yeah, Shush. yeah. Well, he said, thank you or something like that. I like this me. Gable guy. Yeah. And I've known he was a good wrestler, but all of a sudden this man has a personality that popped out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's the best thing that's come from this situation. Yeah, yeah. Otis is Otis. That's a big man. Yeah. That's a lot of man. Yeah. That's an impressive big man. He moves well. They're, they're good together. Didn't like the Alpha. I shit on the Alpha Academy a couple weeks ago. Oh, I did too. But they've, they've, there's somebody who's kind of blossomed mm-hmm. and now they're exciting to watch. But to me, it's never been more prevalent, <coughs> especially in this situation. A good storyline can totally change in my outlook on somebody. True. But I get, you also have to pr- have the personality. Where, where, where was Randy? What? Randy was a no show. Oh. Which was interesting to me. I don't think I even noticed that. Yeah, Randy was not was not at Raw, so I don't know. Yeah, he maybe takes a personal time. I don't. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know. I thought he had it. Uh, Who knows? Prior to this. All right. And then we got. Uh, oh wait, no, I was finished. Right, we got uh, Brock Lesnar's in that match. 
Yeah. So that's the Elimination Chamber. Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory, Seth Rollins, AJ Styles, Riddle, and Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. Hey, way too early prediction on that thing. How does Brock Lesnar lose? <laughs> I mean, he's how does, fucking Brock Lesnar. I don't feel because I don't feel like if you book Brock Lesnar with two losses going into WrestleMania, does that does that deplete him a little bit? Yeah. It, it turns down the beast, right? I don't think Brock Lesnar would stand up for losing again. I, yeah, I feel like Brock's like, one of those guys who's gonna like... Why are you going to bring me all the way over here just to fucking lose? Why did we build me up all the way for WrestleMania now to lose these two? So are we get, we're getting a fucking title for title match at WrestleMania? Are you telling me that? Yeah. I could dig it. At this point, I didn't like the idea before. You've heard it. That's my prediction. I didn't like that idea, but I'm coming around to the idea of title for title. I thought there mountain. was zero chance, but that him being in that elimination chamber, what if they're just sitting in the back kind of mulling it over? Cause that feels like a real WWE thing to do. They're like, they're sitting at the table. Like we have no fucking clue what we're doing at WrestleMania. Oh, I'm sure. It's just Let's just put a bunch of options on the table here and we'll wing it when we get to elimination yeah, chamber. Definitely. Then we got the, the closing segment of raw, which was uh, Becky Lynch, who you apparently really liked her clothes. You said that you wanted no, an outfit it's like that. I, I, no, no, I didn't really like them for some reason. It automatically reminded me of princess Leia. I don't know why I didn't get those vibes. It reminded me of like a circus. Well, that's she, cool. But, but it's clearly her character, right? Her yeah, character is like, than life. And like a douchebag like kind it. of douche girl, whatever. I, her character is solid. Um, I kind of hit on it earlier, but Rhonda's just, I don't see Rhonda playing the face role. Also, Rhonda's not real good on the microphone. No. She's not real believable. For somebody who's kind of a badass in real life. Sometimes I want her just to like open up her eyes. It doesn't, (laughs) it doesn't (laughs) read well on, on camera. And why can't we get her a manager? Or a mouthpiece. Why can't we get some, Rhonda is better, and this this is not meant to like in the sexist way, but she's better seen and not heard, right? I agree. Because she's extremely intimidating, mm-hmm. and I don't think Rhonda needs to speak to get over with a crowd. Nope. She's what Brock Lesnar kind of used to be. Mm-hmm. Let someone come out and talk for her, and then she'd just be super fucking destructive in a ring. True. But if we keep sending Rhonda out there to talk, I feel like they sent her out into deep water and it almost, I mean, it almost felt like she was reading off a teleprompter. She just doesn't. It felt like when Maurice came out that for the time. (laughs) Yeah. But but she just doesn't have charisma is what it is. She's got intensity. She just doesn't have a ton of charisma. Yeah, for sure. All right, last last overreaction of the night uh, is an AEW overreaction. Okay. And this goes back to last week's Dynamite in the Sammy Guevara versus Cody Rhodes uh, ladder match. Yeah. That was an amazing match, man. It was. I got you. I give props where props are due. We I, hate on Sammy Guevara from time to time. And I hate on Cody Rhodes quite often. It's not just to be an asshole. I've, I haven't been impressed with Sammy Guevara. No, I wasn't either. I was highly impressed with both Cody and Sammy Guevara. I'm going to now disclaimer. I thought it was an amazing match. Now here comes the rational adult in me. That was a fucking unnecessarily dangerous match. They did some shit in that match for a non-pay-per-view match for just a, this is on TNT, (laughs) which, which this is a, it's almost a backhanded compliment, right? So fucking impressive, but like 
How many years are we taking off a guy's careers when we jump off a ladder three fucking times? And when we miss said ladder and kind of hit the ground on that one spot where he jumped out of the ring. Yeah. I mean, what do we do? How you got, you just wonder, right? Cause in like football, every hit to the head that's taken off years of your life. That's taken off years of your career. How many bumps can you take like that before you go? Ooh, that's the one that got me. It was a sure. hell, a hell of a match. Fucking one. Matt, I dare to say it probably could be match of the year and we're in fucking February, right? <laughs> way over. That's a way overreaction, but it was that much better than, than anything I've seen in a long time. One of the first matches that just made me go like, Ooh, yeah, these guys are laying it out there. Right. Yeah. But I just, I, I fucking question like, this is what AEW does and, and they do it extremely well. They do put on, fucking big matches oh yeah but how long can you sustain that like it seems injury is going to be knocking at that door sooner or later and sammy's a young kid and and we've seen Paige. we've seen i don't know how edge was probably he was not old but we've seen guys go out on injury and and, and in their career true and that's true. it was scary to me to see some of those bumps he took but as far as being impressive Mm-hmm. I was that was a fucking impressive match. Yeah. So people say I hate AEW. No, not at all. I just like you know I don't know how long these guys can do that, and it's it fucking like AEW scares me a little bit. That was impressive but scary. True. All right, let's Very move true. on to the dirt sheets this week. All right. All right, so first story in the dirt, the dirt sheets, this kind of seems to be the biggest story working around uh, professional wrestling right now, and that is that Shane McMahon uh, has been pulled from all upcoming WWE events. Why? So the story is kind of Shane came back for the Royal Rumble. They allowed him to kind of book and, and, and plan out the Rumble. Okay. The consensus is not a great Rumble. Then it was kind of leaked that he was setting himself up to fight Seth Rollins at WrestleMania. Well, Shane keeps doing this thing where he shows back up around WrestleMania time. Uh-huh. He doesn't put in any fucking work during the year. He just shows up at Mania time and, yeah. and does what he does. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, is this a work? Is this a story? I, I don't think so. Uh, one of our followers, Mark902, said to me right before we went on air, uh-huh. That this feels like 2021 again, okay. which is when Shane uh, or not 2021. Uh, fuck. I don't know what year it was. I botched that. Uh, but there was a year where Shane claimed to buy another company. I think it was ECW. I don't remember the specifics on that. I and? wasn't watching at the time, but it was like a takeover angle and then brought it back. I think this is legit. I think that I think Shane has heat. I think right now a lot of the WWE wrestlers are not extremely happy. And I think every time a guy comes in right around WrestleMania time, the eyes begin to roll and you start kind of going like, oh, here we go again. This guy's going to take another one of the matches off of the card for mm-hmm. a guy who's been working his ass off all year. True. I did see, and this is funny, I saw a lot of uh, AEW wrestlers kind of tweeting at Shane McMahon. Okay. What the fuck if Shane McMahon becomes all elite? Ooh, I mean, that, that would be crazy. <sighs> Boy, would he do that? What if him and Baby Khan joined so together? But would he do that? Would he go to AEW? No. Would he turn on the fam? No. I don't know, man. There's heat between him and Triple H. I think Stephanie's the chosen one. 
And he kind of feels like, you know, the bastard child. Well, maybe Stephanie. I don't know. I don't know, man. He went to All Elite. I feel like that's WWE's worst nightmare. You talk about that's one of those tide turning moments where like during the Monday Night Wars, that's one of those things that really could fuck the audience up. True. Is if you got a McMahon in AEW. I don't think he does it. I don't know if he's that spiteful, but fuck it, right? It's business. Yeah. And if they they ain't paying him in WWE, you might as well go get that money somewhere, right? Get that money, honey. Uh, we got kind of breaking news okay. right before tell the me, show. Tell me, tell me. Uh, well, it was a couple hours ago, but we yeah. got uh, Brian Kendrick, who was who asked for his release from WWE uh-huh. and then uh, signed with AEW and he was scheduled to fight Adam Cole tonight. He was pulled from AEW Dynamite due to controversial comments. Ooh, I saw these. That boy's out there talking shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is something he said over 10 years ago. True. These are comments he made 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. My question is not like, I'm not going to get into the what he said because a lot of that shit went over my head. He's talking about like a lot of anti-Semitic shit and like a lot of words that sound like he was talking about aliens to me. <laughs> Lots of Zions and Roth burgers and yeah and, and Hubas and Nagas and things like that. I don't know what he was talking about. Nor am I gonna claim to be that fucking uh like interested in what he was saying. Yeah. Sounds like it was some fucked up shit. Probably got what was coming to him, but are we really gonna start digging up everybody's ten year old thought or ten year old yeah, ten year old thoughts, right? I hope not. I mean, are we gonna start digging that shit up? Because I feel like the world of wrestling isn't comprised of all of the best people. There's some good people, but there's also some shitty people in the world of wrestling. And I feel like if we just took a, like a deep dive into the last 10 years of their lives, uh-huh. we would find some real fucked up shit. But this is that prime example I talked about a couple weeks ago. How do you separate the real world, like the real life shit from, from the wrestling? Does I get what he said is 100% fucked up. I get it, right? I can comprehend that. Does it warrant 10 years later stopping him from being able to wrestle? No. I'm not, I'm not even going to make an opinion. You can make an opinion, but I'm not, I don't know. I don't, I, I'm not qualified to make that opinion, but I'm qualified to ask the question is does something you, you said 10 years ago and I saw he tweeted an apology. So he definitely at least is going to play the I'm, I'm regretful game. But I don't know. I, I really don't know. Does something you said 10 years ago, does that warrant you not getting a job today? No, because people change and your ideas change. I, I, change. I, I do believe that I believe that, that you should get the, like I give out the douchebag awards, right? And fucking guess what? Brian Kendrick will may, be making an appearance in this world at some point. But I don't know that after we acknowledge what he did is fucked up, after he acknowledges what he did is fucked up, that we have to hold that against him forever. Yeah. I, can can you not just let him? I get it. It's it's Tony Khan's business. That's where it's dangerous, right? He mm-hmm. he doesn't want the the backlash. Little baby Khan. But I do feel like if if you just let him go out there, that the court of public opinion will cast its judgment, right? If oh, the yeah. fans don't, but that's playing with your business. You can't do that. You can't go out there and and watch him watch him fail. I think you have to. <laughs> If you're Tony Khan, you have to do what you have to do. But I also feel like this whole fucking cancel culture that comes and 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 demands that he not get the opportunity, especially after he apologizes, it do, it does feel a little a little weird. Well, then they're just kind of being the assholes in. I don't know. 
I don't know. We'll see. I haven't thought about it All enough. Right. Like I said, this is this was too new of news, and I had to just kind of form a rash opinion on it. But I ten years apology. I feel like if he if he truly means his apology, we we got to move past it. You got to give man another opportunity, right? True. Very true. I see mixed reactions on Twitter. Okay. I, I do see on. mixed on on the whole situation. A lot All of right. people saying it's ten years ago. Let it move on. There's a lot of people saying that uh, he only apologized because he, you know, because it came to light and stopped an opportunity, which I do understand that side too, right? He, it's not like he apologized before this happened. It's just all of a sudden you can't wrestle and now now he's sorry. Whatever. Uh, Jade Cargill, she loves the fact that uh, she's getting comparisons to Goldberg. Really? Uh-huh. I didn't know that. Because she's undefeated and she's kind of squashing wrestlers. So I am I have mixed opinions on this. I love it because I, I like Jade Cargill. I, I think she's extremely impressive. I think she's got a, a, a strong path ahead of her. Mm-hmm. But I don't love the comparison because, let's be honest, like the the roster, In the AW. women's roster in AEW is bullshit. And they're, they're not letting her hit the big names. They're letting her beat up on all the little, the little fucking, the, the undercard here. Let's, I'm all about this. I love this storyline. Let's let her dominate, but let's take it a step farther. Have her squash Britt Baker. Let's, let's create the powerhouse. Let's create the unbeatable monster. Let's let her hold two belts. You know, we had Becky two belts. Let's have Jade two belts. Yeah. Let's give her that real, let's give her that real Goldberg mentality where it feels like, Nobody's ever going to beat her. And then you can choose your suitor, you know, three, six months from now to come in and dethrone the king. But if we're going to commit to this, this Goldberg thing, let's, let's commit to it. Let's fucking go. Let's, let's put her in the position to really get over and get mainstream attention in the wrestling world. Instead of like referencing, she's the new Goldberg, but not having her wrestle anybody worth a shit. True, true, true. And I know people are going to come at me because she won that tournament that featured some names, but those names aren't big names outside of the IWC. Most yeah. people, I don't, like, I, I, can't, I can't recount most of those names off the t- Thunder Rosa, Chris yeah. Statlander. Yeah. Like their roster is not, their, their women's roster is not memorable to the casual wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, last story of the day. WWE is discussing two massive matches for WrestleMania 39. I love this kind of shit. WrestleMania 39. You understand that's not this one. That's the next one. Yeah. They can't figure out what the fuck we're doing at this one. But they're already pre- pre- But we've got a plan for next year. Oh, my God. You talk about a fucking morale just def- deflator. How does it feel to be someone on, on the men's or women's roster and know... That match next year is already in place, and no matter how hard I work, I'm probably not going to get it. That's kind of bullshit. It it, it, it like, really like hurts really the bullshit. morale of your company, and and you you hear the the things about WWE uh, wrestlers being kind of defeated, feeling defeated. This is why, and I get it. Okay, Roman Reigns versus The Rock. That that's a pay per view seller. True. I mean, everybody wants to see that. Who and doesn't? I agree, but. The fact that, like, we got to wait a year for it with no build. We got to speculate. We thought we were getting it this year. We didn't get it this year. So now we got a whole nother fucking year of speculating towards 
The Rock and Roman. When is The Rock going to show up, right? Then we got uh, the other match there. We got Thunder out here. The yeah. Thunder rolling the thund- outside. You're talking about Thunder Rosa. We may, we may just get cut off here in a true, second. True, true. Uh, but we got Becky versus Ronda is the other one. Okay. <clears throat> so that's on the assumption, I guess, that to me that means that more than likely Ronda's going to win at WrestleMania. Okay. And then she's going to go a year with the title. And she's going to meet Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. That fucks up your storytelling, man. Stop stop letting this shit leak out and stop even discussing it. You guys can't figure out what you're doing next week. Stop figuring out what we're doing a year and a half from now. Mm-hmm. Let's just cut that shit out. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of... And then what's worst is WWE will build towards this match, right? For the next six months, and then they'll just fucking scrap it. Dude, Summer that's Slam exactly or what I was thinking. They'll just decide, ah, no, the fans didn't just get behind kidding. it. But we didn't get behind it because you, you just rely on the two names. And while sometimes I do love WWE storytelling, more often than not, it's lackluster and bullshit. And, and you got to kind of make it up in your head. Yeah. All right, let's get to the burning question this week. What, what is our time right now? We are at 53.07. All right, cool. We'll, we'll, we'll run through this. It's not a long one. I wanted to break down. I've seen this going around social media, right? I've seen a lot of people doing uh, the WrestleMania, I mean, the wrestling theme songs. So this is not, you know, this is not exclusive to me. This is not original. I just thought this was fun, and I wanted to throw my hat into to the, the ring here. What is it? The hat into the ring? I think so. I want to throw my hat into the ring on this and talk about uh, my favorite wrestling theme songs from over the years and then break it down to my Mount Rushmore of wrestling theme songs my okay because people get fucking nuts when you call something a mount rushmore they immediately begin to pick that apart and get pissed off even though i'm saying these are songs like for me that are important to me okay so i'm just gonna start off i'm just gonna run through and name some of my favorite wrestling songs of all time i think that's the best way when you start a list is just to kind of throw out there the songs and i'll see if you even know any of these okay the songs that like that that when when I hear that song, they either take me back to a place in time, or they just they were impactful in my like wrestling watching career. Okay, as I like to call it. Yes, sir. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's I, that's one I of the most one iconic is, yeah. man. When that glass breaks and Stone yeah. Cold came stomping out of that that in- yeah. Da-na, da-na, da-na. You did it much better. Yes. That's I mean that to me, it doesn't get it. That's the pinnacle. That's. That's God tier mm-hmm. of wrestling theme songs, right? For then you sure. got the other one that I think it's right there with it is The Rock. Yeah. That fucking when it hits that if you smell, that shit was great. Those two, like those were my childhood. I fucking had those on a on a CD player in my room and would just play them over and over and over and I would jump off the top bunk onto this like 6 foot Siberian tiger stuffed animal I had. I beat the life out of that thing. You still do that. No, come on, man. We just go. <laughs> that, this is not real. That's fake news. Fake news. Uh, then right. I go to Break the Walls Down by Jericho. That's to Love me, it. that's still one. When that song hit, when he came out as Y2J, it, that was just a moment in time. Like This is the one that he uses in AEW. Right? No, bro. Come on. Stay with me here. Oh, I don't know that song then. Break the wall down. No. Okay, but it okay. was the that was his Y two J theme song and his WWE theme song. All right, but I also have on there Judas because 
even though it's it's newer and fresher, that song, first off, the song, the song is fire. And secondly, the fact that the whole crowd sings that song is dope. It is. Yeah. I love that part. Like, there are things in AEW that are a whole different experience than WWE, and that is one of them. And I, I love that about that. Next, I have CM Punk, Cult of Personality. I have my feelings about the man, Phil Brooks, CM Punk. Don't necessarily always think he's the best person in the world. Phil Brooks. But as a wrestler, he pre-AEW to me was one of the best. I know that's very arguable. Yeah. But to me, he was one of the best. And when he switched to that cult of personality, it just like everything kind of came together for me with CM Punk. I love that song. I, I loved it. It was the whole, he, he switched to that like white and black shirt, went to the cult of personality. It was during the the money in the bank run, the, the infamous kind of money in the bank run with the pipe bomb and all that stuff. So that song just hits like, I think that was the epitome, like the, the, the penultimate time in my wrestling watching career as an adult. I have memories as a kid, but like I got back into it as an adult and that was the, it didn't get better than that. True. When he left WWE, I kind of fell off. It's catchy. Uh, Triple H, not the one everybody thinks though. Okay. It's not, not the game I liked. And I think this is widely hated. I liked the song called my time. And it remember. had this weird like synthesizer that was like, or guitar was like, wah, 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 wah. <laughs> that was so good. We could get a content straight. I, I think so. I mean, cause I did that so accurately. I think so for sure. Uh, other ones I got, I got edge and Christian metal, uh, and uh, close your eyes. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura is another Definitely. good one. But you know what makes it memorable? Isn't him. It's Pat Mack for me. Well, no, the song was good, and Pat just took it to another level. I, I will agree Pat with Mack. that. Thank you, Pat. All right. Uh, Glorious, Bobby Roode. Okay. Still don't understand. I, I, I get that he didn't like the song, but fuck. That was a crowd mover, man. Yeah, for sure. I loved that one. Uh, the New Age Outlaws was one I liked. Don't know what that is. It used to go, oh, you didn't know? No, I didn't know. <laughs> Adam Cole's new AEW theme, I really okay. like. Uh, there was a guy named Alex Riley, and his okay. song was Say It To My Face. I really enjoyed that song. Sasha Banks, uh, I've liked both versions of her theme song. They're very fitting. Wade Barrett, End of Days. Yes. Nexus, We Are One, and Randy Orton Voices. Nexus, I it sounds familiar. I bet you if I heard it, we are it one, we are one, we are one, we were gonna get Yeah, so that All one. Right, I like so it. that's just that was when I was kind of putting this down on paper. Those were the songs that really like hit me. Okay, but there's so many good songs, and yeah, I probably could make a list like 400 deep. All right, so then right now, as I started making the list of like Mount Rushmore. I, it, it like clicked to me that I have a Mount Rushmore, but I also just have like my pure favorite theme songs. And I don't know that those two things align, right? Because Mount Rushmore, I think, are songs that I think kind of... Transcend time or... Well, just they, they, they're kind of the journey of my wrestling watching, right? So they, they kind of make me feel something. And the songs that I've called just my pure favorites are songs that like I put on headphones and listen to at time. Okay. So my Mount Rushmore, like a song I couldn't just listen to is Stone Cold Steve Austin's theme song, right? Okay. That glass like breaking and that, and that, that guitar riff, it's, it's, it's iconic 
there, there's never been a wrestling theme song that was like more fitting than that song. And so that is, is definitely on my Mount Rushmore, but it's not on my favorite songs list. Okay. Number two is The Rock, right? I think that once again, those two songs kind of began, well, Hulk Hogan's song was iconic. It's not on my list, but, but those were the two songs for me that made me think like, oh shit, you got to have a theme song. Like you got to, your song has to fucking slap for you to come out and get the crowd hype. Oh yeah, and the rock sure. song, man, when that shit hit, like electrifying was exactly right. It just you felt energy go through a building when that song yeah. hit. On my Mount Rushmore, number three is cult of personality, man. It, it, I, like I said, I got my fucking, I have my opinions on CM Punk, but I won't debate the fact that for a moment in time, he was on top of the wrestling world, and that song. Just hit differently. Yeah, you heard it. it just, and it was just like in damn. the moment that song it explained everything that was happening in that in the world of wrestling for him, and it just like there were times like that song gave me chills at one point in time. Okay, watching wrestling and right. watching CM Punk. So that lastly, and this is one I didn't bring up in my favorites, okay. but it's the Undertaker, right? Yeah, song I'd never put on and listen to. But when that fucking like gong, you know, dong, you know, what's about to happen. Yeah. It's just like everybody knows and everybody loses their shit. When the lights turn off and that fucking gong hits. You, gong. You, yeah. You just, oh boy. It's another <laughs> le- like it, there's eerie feelings. Yeah. So that's, that's my Mount Rushmore. There were other ones that I thought it's hard when you, when you're breaking it down to four, right? Bray Wyatt had a solid theme song. I just don't know that it, it transcended onto a top four list. Yeah. It was now my pure favorites. My pure favorite theme songs are Christian. Just close your eyes. I listen to that song on a regular basis. I love that song. Who is that? The, the, the sea by my die was all da, 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 da. I'm going to have to listen to it afterwards. So I have okay. No idea I'll play it for okay. you. But it's a good right. song. It's a genuinely good song. Uh, I loved the Triple H My Time song. And I know that's the one that people are going to fucking, they're going to shit all over me for that, for that choice. I just liked it. It, 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 this, it had this synth that just resonated for me. And for the longest time, when I played like wrestling video games, I always used that as my theme song. So I think when I talk about like moments in time, it brings me back to playing old wrestling video games. Memories. Then we have Wade Barrett's uh, End of Days. It's another song I just like to listen to. Is that the honesty? I've had enough. I make them see. Oh, okay. Do, 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 do. I probably have not gotten one word All right. right I know what song you're talking about. But I'm giving you melodies All here. Right, cool, cool. That's one. And then Cult of Personality, I had to say. Like, it's one of the dopest songs ever. Oh, yeah, ever. for sure. So those are my top. My top, my Mount Rushmore of professional wrestling songs is Stone Cold Steve Austin, The, the Glass Breaking, The Rock, electricity, uh, cult of personality. And when that fucking undertaker gong goes off, that's it. Those are the four. Um, I wasn't around during Hulk Hogan. So a lot of people like that song. It, do, it doesn't mean as much to me. Cause I just wasn't around for that, that moment in time. I've never been a big Hulk fan. And then my pure favorite wrestling theme songs are Christian. Just close your eyes. Triple H, my time, Wade Barrett, uh, end of days and CM Punk cult of personality. All right. Let's get to some of the comments. <clears throat> so uh, this comment is uh, 
is in reference to the video I made about the hashtag free Ali TikTok, uh-huh. which I saw a lot of people got a kick out of using the great Kali. And then yeah. people kind of labeled him the great Ali, which, you know, trademark, we're going to have to trademark that. That was a good, little good slip. I think you actually, I don't think you remember what I'm talking about. What I can I see it in your eyes. I the great Kali, the Ali or something. I was telling you about Ali and you said, yes, I know who he is. He's that big, tall guy. Oh, yes. And I was like, no, that's the great Kali. Yes. And so, I called okay. him the great Ali. So this comment okay. comes from at Bleatham. Okay. B-L-E-A-T-H-E-M. And this is in reference to me making comments about uh, Ali's situation. Okay. Yeah. He says, you don't understand the business. I respond by saying, I'm sure you do, Mr. Gatekeeper. He responds, bro, I was in the business. I'm not a keyboard warrior like all you guys. <laughs> so let me break this down because I have strong opinions on this shit and I get this from time to time and it makes me laugh, right? Unless you were on Monday Night Raw, Friday Night SmackDown, or AEW, or back in the day WCW, you weren't in the business, okay? You were okay. attempting to be in the business. You were on the path to being in the business, but don't pretend you know the WWE, the WCW, the AEW. You don't know the business, okay? Yeah. Especially if you didn't ascend to those levels. Secondly, right? Just because you do something does not make you an expert in said thing. True, true. Okay? I played basketball in a division one level. I'm not a basketball expert. I don't claim to know everything about basketball. I don't think my basketball opinions are more qualified than somebody who has watched and studied basketball. I was just good at basketball, right? It it, It doesn't qualify me, nor does it disqualify somebody else, right? Wrestling is, is even worse because it's a scripted sport. And guess what? Guess what fuels wrestling? The fans, the the spectators, right? You can gatekeep all you want. These guys can come in and tell me you didn't, you didn't wrestle. You never wrestled. You've never been in the business. I'm not speaking from an in the business perspective. Everything I say is from the perspective of somebody who watches and observes from the outside. And those were my opinions. And I don't think anything I said in the, and the Ali take was even fucking remotely controversial. No, I agree. My opinion was we should let him go because he would be perfect in, in AEW. True. Very uh, true. Uh, you know, just get sensitive. Now, I take offense in this comment. Okay. I'm not a keyboard warrior. I don't type all that much. You want to call me a podcast warrior? <laughs> you want to call me a camera warrior, a microphone warrior? I'll take that. I'll take those insults, but... You're not going to call me a keyboard warrior. I'm not out here talking shit on a keyboard. I actually have the balls to get on a microphone, put my face on a camera, and take the bullshit that comes with that. Like, I, I woke openly welcome the, the retort that comes from the things I say. But I hate when people qualify things or disqualify me when they start to, to have... We could have a discussion, man. We could openly have a discussion. But when you try to disqualify me for something I haven't done... That, that seems bullshit, right? I want, I, like, look, I'm all about this. You want to have an open debate? We'll openly debate this. But bleep them. At least send me your credentials. Where did you wrestle? Let me see what you're about. Let me see how in the business you really were. Yeah. Let, let's figure out who you are. Don't hide behind a private account. True, true. You hide behind a private account 
so that I can't see who you are or see what you've done. And that's that's cool, right? But here, I got one for you, Lauren. Okay. I've got one for All you. All right, go for me. I am seriously considering. What? Renting a wrestling ring. Oh, shit. Renting a venue. Okay. One night only, the Notorious Nerdy D is going to do a backyard wrestling spectacular where I win and become a, a world champion. So these motherfuckers oh will shut the fuck up and I could say I was in the business because clearly any motherfucker can open a wrestling Who are you company. Fight against? I don't know. Me. Ooh, I don't know. Possibly. I, I may find some Joe Blow off the street. All right. I may pull a Darby Allen and fight a homeless man. Go for it. But I do know that like it's stupid to say if I fight in my backyard or in a garage or at a DMV or at this fucking local ballroom a couple times that I all of a sudden or will per- will amass this wealth of knowledge. True, true. I will all of a sudden like ascend to the god tier of wrestling knowledge. Get the fuck out of here with that <laughs> shit, man. Come on. Do better than that. All right. Argue with me. Uh, second comment, we got Brian underscore EST underscore. Uh, he said, I would like to come on your show as a guest fan. We're working on that shit, Brian. I'm trying to figure it out. It's a little harder than I thought it was going to be. We've got a couple people. I want to get a uh, shout out to Jay Knows Wrestling. Right? Okay. That's what it is. Jay Knows yeah, Wrestling. Yeah. I enjoy yeah. his content. Even though he took some shots fired at me for going down, he deep dove into my Instagram Ooh, yeah. and found found a picture that I a had forgot photo. was there. Looked like a looked like a grandpa in that picture. Fucking Jay, gonna throw <laughs> me on the bus like that. But no, shout out to Jay. Like, I want to figure out how to get people involved in what we're doing. I jumped the gun last week and was like, "Hey, man, let's figure out how everybody to work together." Then I realized, oh shit, that entails a little bit of work. So I'm currently trying to figure out someone suggested doing a call-in show. I really like that idea. I 100% like the idea. What we're going to have to figure out is when can that be? What makes sense? When does it make sense? Because to do a call-in show, everybody's got to know that I'm on the microphone right now. We can record this show kind of at our convenience on Wednesday nights. If we're doing a call-in show, I got to set up a time that I think, you know, I was thinking like maybe taking four calls a week, that seems like a yeah, doable amount. That could be cool. Talk for like 15, 20, 30 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. It's good content. Uh, I love hearing from you guys. I learn from you guys. That's where I learn most of the shit I know. Me too. I love when people message me. Man, and hashtag me CWC. Stuff. We took off this week. People were, were liking that shit. I like that shit. It feels like a community, right? Not, I'm not trying to take credit and, and like combine that to my show. I want that to just kind of be like the fucking squad that, that fights back against the IWC, right? We just have a big battle royal at the end of the year. I know we're winning that shit, though. I see, I see us and I see them. We got that shit licked. CWC? We got that shit licked. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I get it. I, and I do want to have people on, but I want to do it in a way that makes sense and that doesn't, uh, I don't know how that fits into this show. Right, because this show is me bitching and complaining and, and ranting for True. for an hour and fifteen minutes, but I do think there is room for a secondary show, and we're working on some secondary podcasts as well, where I want to get guests on those shows as well. I want to yeah. feature other people and and just make this kind of a community thing. So we're know that we are working on that. That is something that we are actively working on. It's just it's a two man operation here. Yes, sir. You got the two people in this room have put this shit together and somehow it's all you boo. So, nah, bullshit. You do a lot. And somehow we've, we've thrown this together and this is like 
way bigger and way more advanced than I ever thought we could do. We bullshit our way through this thing. You got this on lock. Yeah. So cool. We, uh, but we are, we're working on it and I would love to have Brian on the show at some point to teach me about wrestling. Cause like I said, man, CWC, I I'm learning CWC. I've learned more about wrestling since we started doing this than, uh, than probably my entire life of watching wrestling. Yes, sir. All right, let's let's do twenty questions. I'm a little miffed. I'm a little pissed off. You're coming off. Y'all of a got big me last L week. Last I week. came off an L, man, and it was a little bit of bloating. It was a little. I mean, bloating, gloating. It was a little bit of gloating by my guy. Yeah. It was a little. Glo- I, you know, and it was like backhanded compliments. It was like shout out. Thank you for using my name. I fucked you up. Or, or shout out using using my my choice. I fucked you up. I stumped you. So I went to the books this week. Like I have studied legitimately <laughs> found websites with old rosters and I have been trying to refresh my brain. Still going to say, don't know that I ever got to Mr. Kennedy. Don't know. Did see, I think Mr. Kennedy's in some shit right now. I think he got, uh, he was doing some, some school scam stuff, scamming some students in his wrestling school. Have to, I'll have to look into more of that. I, I don't know why I didn't put it in the dirt sheets, but let's go. You ready? You got it. You know, you have you I'm studied ready. up yes, on your thing? Because I, I don't so, want any of this bullshit that we got last this week. This week's is from another one of our listeners, and I don't have my phone right now, but I will tag him in the comments down below. Come on, man. We can't be doing that. We got we got to have these names ready to go. I'm well, the worst about that. I'm going to have to do it. I'm the worst about that. I'm we're going to have to get better. We're going we, we're gonna to have to do better. I didn't bring. We'll do better. We'll make a vow to do better. All right. Is this person associated with the the World Wrestling Entertainment Company? Yes. They are. Okay. Is this a current wrestler? No. Oh, okay. So we're going to just right off. We're going to go back to back trying to hit me old school. Yeah. I think this could be a good one. We're going back to back. See, I like when we go current wrestlers because this is what I'm watching. This is fresh. But I have, I've studied. Got to keep a mind. I have been studying. Okay. Male wrestler. Yes. All right. So we've got a male wrestler, not currently active, part of the WWE. Uh-huh. Is this person on Monday or was this person associated with Monday Night Raws? Um, are you just asking about Raw? Yeah. Like, was it, is it like, since there's a brand split, was this person like specifically, would people go this person? No, they weren't specifically with one brand. Ooh, that, that tends to, to send me back to the Attitude Era. Okay. We can kind of count out because, uh, okay. let's, let's see. I got questions here that I like to go through. Uh, all right, here we go. I'm going to hit you with this one, and this caused a little controversy. And we're going to clarify this. Has this person held a major, major, the ones that matter? Okay, so we're really going to go into major this again, like for all? Yes. Okay, so what is a major championship? So my guy Andrew broke this down. I don't okay. know if you were able to read it, but he broke it down and he, and he, he fucking did. He I didn't broke it down it. for everybody and everybody. We should pin that. That needs to be pinned okay. to the top of that because after I explained this, I shouldn't even have to explain this. My man Andrew explained it. All right, I'm going to fucking nailed it to this. Okay, so check it. All right. Any belt that somebody who won the Royal Rumble would go after would be a major belt. Also, belts of the past would be the spinner belt, WWE Championship, the belt that's on my other side, the World Heavyweight Championship, or any of the top belts, the United States Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, 
while prestigious as they may fucking be, those are mid-card belts. Those okay. belts are for mid-carders. And fuck y'all with the John Cena Roman Reigns thing. That was <laughs> WWE's bullshit attempt to make us care again, and it fucking fell flatly as now we've got some fucking demon priest and a Shinsuke Nakamura who never wrestles. That's what those belts mean. All right, so has this person held one of the major championships, okay. the w- WWE title? Yes, he has. Okay. Uh, let's see. All right, you're on. This will be your sixth question. Was this person known for being in a tag team? Um, Technically, yes. The fuck? Technically, yes. Technically, yes. Okay, so they were known for being... This leads me... Like, for some reason, my mind goes to, like, Rock and Sock. (laughs) So we've got... Doc. Rock, Sock, and Doc. Yeah. (sighs) Was technically in a tag team. Technically in a tag team. You're saying has held a major championship. Yes. Not associated necessarily with just Raw. No. Not a current wrestler. No. And this person's in the W. Was this person ever in the WCW? Uh, Do you know that? Let me look it up real quick because I don't want to tell you the wrong answer. You said WCW? Yeah. Does this person ever wrestle in WCW? Um, Do I get a pass? Yeah. If you you technically don't know. Pass. I don't know. And it's going to take too long that, to look at. I up. don't really know that that would have helped me at all anyway. Yeah. Because I, I have a very poor memory of WCW wrestlers. Uh, la, 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 what were, where can we go from here? I can go to... Did this person wear pants? No. No pants. No, no man panties. No pa- Wait, no man panties or no pants? Oh, no man panties. So he wore pants? Pants, long pants to go from. I mean, wait, no, I'm confused. I'm confusing myself. Did this person Uh, wear pants? No, he did not wear pants. (laughs) Could you said no man panties? I know I had man panties on my mind. Okay. Um, He wears the man panties. It's got to be attitude era. That's where all, all these people go to. Does this person have long hair? Yes. Tag team, long hair. Ooh, Billy Gunn. Could be Billy Gunn. Is this person white? Billy Gunn. No, he's not white. No, not white? No, he's not not, he's not white. This person black? No. There's no. (laughs) Ooh, I don't like that. I mean, you just got not a lot of He's not black and he's not white. Okay, hold on. He's got long hair though. He's got long hair. He's not black, he's not white. Like I was going test for a minute. Not really associated Triple with H brand. Was, we, but we, Triple H is white, bro. Oh, that's true. I was, oh, man, okay. shit. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, did I ask, does he have colored hair? Yes. Well, what's considered colored hair? Like not their natural color and they colored it to a different yeah, I color? I think that's, yeah, yes. Okay. So then, yes, he has colored hair. Colored hair. Uh-huh. Um, 
tag team wrestler. Is this person, what are we on? How many questions is that? You're like at nine, bro. I, okay. Um, you're going to have to get a counter because I, I believe I've asked more than nine questions. Um, but I don't feel like I've gotten any oh, closer wait, no, to no, it. No, you're more, you're more than nine. Like you're like at 13. Okay. Is this a, with this wrestler, here we go. Size matters. Is this, is this wrestler a, what I consider a bigger wrestler? Okay. So do you mean like big as in like height or like big as in like wide? Ooh. Big as in wide. Let's go height. No. Weight. Yes. Okay, fat boy. It's a dick boy. No, dick boy. It's a dick boy. Vader. But Vader's white. It's not Vader. Vader's white. Vader's Darth white. I mean, okay, let's just think of wrestling, okay? There's kind of only really like Don't don't give me hints. Stop. That's okay. not fair to the people. Those people. Okay. Might just beat you again, so. It's not white. That no, fucks me up. he's not white. And not he's black, not black. So it's not viscera. Uh, Samoan. Is this guy Samoan? He's yes. Big Samoan. Okay. No, no, no. I'm on the right track here. I, I think I got this. But. For, we're like f- at 16 though, bro. So you better get it But what throws me quick. for a loop is this person never won a major championship. Um... The person I have in my mind, and I don't want to guess wrong, but this person was never a champion. Could, could you be fucked up on this question again? No, the person that I said has won a major championship. We're going to clarify major, okay? Okay, let's go through them real quick. Okay. Okay. Because the person I'm thinking right now okay. in my head has okay. never won a major championship. Okay. Has to be the world championship. Okay. The heavyweight championship. Okay. That's it. Okay, then international That's a mid card. Ah. We're okay. gonna have to work then on that. No, he hasn't. He hasn't won one. All right, then I know who this is. I think. Okay, who is? Uh, it? Let me. So I'm at sixteen. That was seventeen. Seventeen. Does this person dance? I don't fucking know. This does this. Is this Rikishi? Yes, it's Rikishi. Fucking yes, Rikishi dances. You've never seen Rikishi dance? No. These are all new people to me. I know what Wikipedia oh tells God. me. Oh, my God. That was a good one. And Wikipedia has not told me he is known as a major dancer. That was... <laughs> okay. That was a good one, except that in my studying, mm-hmm. he is a person that I came across and went down a rabbit hole and watched some videos. A few things I'm going to clarify here. I, I'm going to make guess- like a chart right here. Okay. For me. Okay. <laughs> because the major belt thing gets me every time. Yeah, I, I don't I don't believe he ever won a major championship because that was one of the things that I studied up on was who... Intercontinental? I tried to study up on who were big names that never won a major championship. And he was one of the ones that I came across that I then went down the rabbit hole of watching him dance. He was in a tag team. He I know he was in a faction, basically, with Too Cool... And Grandmaster Sexay. Cool. Yeah. But 
I assume, there is a lot of stuff on him. So he, he was a, major, was a, he was a big one, deal. This was a harder one even for me to have to answer your questions about. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to whoever that was. Insert name in the comments. That was a yeah. good one, but you're not going to give me Rikishi. Well, congratulations. Rikishi's in my wheelhouse. It's a win for you. You got your That's another belt win back. for me. I'm back. This has been... You this got your what? What a, did you get back, bro? This has been a solid week. Look, I went and, and I went into Corey's competition and I I just pff, knocked it out, right? Came into <laughs> our competition, pff, knocked it out. Came into 20 questions this week because I wasn't going to get stumped two in a row. Uh-huh. Pff, knocked it out. Three time, three yeah. time, three time champion right here. Got it going on. Yeah. But that's all we got for this week on the Notorious Nerdy D Podcast. Make sure to tune in every week on YouTube and Podcast Networks. As always, I am the Notorious Nerdy D. That is Level Up Lauren. And make that amazing bell sound effect that you make. Ding, ding, ding.